welcome back to the podcast. My name is Allison Hoffman, and I serve as the Vice President of Member Services on the PRSA National Committee. I am very excited to be hosting this podcast today talking with Ron Culp. Ron Culp is the Instructor and Professional in Residence of the Public Relations and Advertising Graduate Program at DePaul University. Ron is a veteran public relations executive whose career includes senior roles in government, corporations, agencies, and academia. At DePaul, Ron teaches courses in agency management, leadership, DEI, and corporate slash agency relationships. As professional director of the Pratt Graduate Program, Ron recruits and reviews potential students for the program, and he advises students on the career possibilities. Before joining DePaul University's College of Communication in 2010 as professional director of the graduate program in public relations and advertising, Ron was managing director of two major agencies, Ketchum Midwest and Saar Verben. At Ketchum, he also headed that global agency's North American corporate practice. Prior to his agency career, he was a corporate officer and senior vice president of public relations and government affairs at Sears. Earlier in his corporate career, Ron held senior corporate communication roles at Sarah Lee Corporation, Pitney Bowes, and Eli Lilly. He began his career as a newspaper reporter at the Columbus Republic upon graduation from Indiana State University before spending the next eight years in political positions in Indiana and New York. At 24, he became the youngest department head in the New York General Assembly when he was named Director of Member Services, the 52-person public relations unit of the legislative body. While at ISU, Ron was the editor of the Indiana Statesman, president of Cromwell Hall, and statewide chair of College Republicans. He was a member of Phi Delta Theta fraternity. He received the university's Distinguished Alumni Award in 2002. In 2019, he was the commencement speaker at his alma mater, Indiana State University, and he is an emeritus member of the university's foundation board. In addition to co-editing Mastering Business C-Suite Insights from Strategic Communication Leaders, Ron is the co-author of Business Essentials for Strategic Communicators and Business Acumen for Strategic Communicators. In 2019, he organized and edited three editions of the New Rules of Crisis Management. For the past 12 years, Ron has written the popular PR career blog, Culprit. Ron is active in several industry and civic organizations and is the recipient of numerous awards, including PRSA's prestigious Gold Anvil for Lifetime Achievement. He was the first individual to win the two top awards bestowed by Arthur W. Page Society, the Hall of Fame, and the Distinguished Service Awards. He also received Professional of the Year awards from PRSA chapters in both Newark and Chicago. He is listed in Crane's Who's Who in Chicago Business. Ron is a founding board member and former chair of the Planck Center for Leadership in Public Relations. He serves on several boards, including the Museum of Public Relations and Library in New York and Glinda's Club of Chicago. He's a former board member and vice chair of the Economic Club of Chicago. So give a big round of applause and welcome to Mr. Ron Culp. Thank you so much, Ron, for speaking with us today. It's great to be here, Allison. Thanks for inviting me. All righty. So we'll get started right into the questions. Um, what is your main responsibility as instructor and also director of the Prad Graduate Program? Well, I guess my top priority is I teach PR career-focused courses, and then I serve as the professional director of the graduate program in public relations and advertising. So in that role, I sit on the admissions committee for the program as well. That's awesome. Um, I know admissions is helpful and being able to have your eyes and ears on different aspects of that process is probably very helpful. What is your favorite class to teach? 
Right now, I'm teaching a class, which is great fun. It's agency and client relationships. And we visit corporations and agencies, and then they come with their their like partners from uh, the advertising PR world. So together, we really see how they work together and the importance of ongoing relationships to successful uh, PR programs. Awesome. I think that's great. I was able to have an internship last year um, and my role was client engagement. And so I'd be really interested in taking that class. Maybe we can have a, a class session um, off the podcast, but I think that's really interesting. And how that relationship works, I think is very important to drive um, continuous on all different platforms for the company as well. Well, if you're ever in Chicago on a Thursday night, that's usually when I'm teaching, let me know and you'll, you'll be able to come in and audit that class that evening. Awesome, sounds good. Um, so tell me more about your blog at Culprit. Um, why did you start, decide to start blogging? Well, it must have been almost 14 years ago when I was at Ketchum that three interns um, came into my office one day and said they had this idea that because of my involvement in PRSSA and the profession that I should blog. I quite frankly had to ask them to tell me a little bit more about blogging because I had never considered doing it. <laughs> so, so it was really fun. The three of them went away. And then next thing I know, it's on my calendar that there's an appointment where they were going to come in and present to me this idea of a blog and what I, what I could be doing to share, you know, thoughts with, with a broader world. And, and so I said, that's pretty clever. So I invited the head of HR and a couple of other people from um, the office uh, management team to come in and listen. Well, in came the three uh, interns, all dressed like they were going to a presentation, wearing suits and ties uh, and dresses. And, and they looked like they were ready to, to go um, pitch a major account. So they went through a deck that discussed how the, the blog would serve a broader community of public relations um, uh, students and, and young pros. And uh, then the big reveal came uh, at the end when they said they were disappointed that they wanted to name it culprit, but C-U-L-P-R-I-T URL was already taken by a fishing lure company in Claremont, oh, wow. Florida. <laughs> So Kevin Sage from uh, where you go to school came up with a clever play on the word by simply adding a W. So it became Culp Writ, C-U-L-P-W-R-I-T. And I've been writing every week uh, on the blog for the past 14 years. Wow, how do you come up with content for the blog? I blog for a class weekly um, and it's only a semester and I'm able to pull a little bit of uh, information, but how do you come up with those topics and continue that for 14 years? That's amazing. I started out with basically saying, if you have any questions, send me your questions. That kept me busy for probably the first year and a half uh, with just ideas that, that people would throw at me. Then because, you know, my... Being in the profession as long as I have been, there's so many people that I know and relationships have been built over the years that I started reaching out to people to write guest posts. 
Now I've incorporated it into my classes. So one of the assignments every um, uh, term that I'm teaching gives students not only an opportunity to write something that you know is, we're going to grade in the class, but then if it meets that A standard uh, publishable work, then I post that on uh, on the blog. So you'll see in the current um, blog, there are several pieces that are written by students in the class and that helps ensure that I have ongoing uh, uh, current content. That's awesome. I think one big factor of PR um, that stays steady throughout no matter whatever job or industry you're in is writing. And so um, that's definitely helping your students um, keep track of their writing and be a little bit more um, exquisite and uh, be able to be published on your blog. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it really is a good opportunity. And I encourage anyone to have a great idea that they've been passionate about in this profession or something that they just learned. I reached out to somebody today that wrote a, a thoughtful piece about you know, the, the career objectives on resumes. And I've never been a big fan of career objectives, but she made it so crystal clear and the business case for doing a good objective that I said, I have to, uh, I have to do a blog post around this. And so I just reached out to her right before our call. And then second, and you touched on that, I encourage people to engage in writing blogs or volunteering to write pieces for blogs. I have become a better writer at my advanced age um, just by the, the regular practice of writing. And believe me, if I make a mistake, there are, there are people that write out to me right away saying, I can't believe that you did this or that. And um, and and they'll correct my typos and and it, it's it's really a great way to say and, and including if one's in the headline you're really mortified, but uh, so I hear from people and I think I've got a bunch of editors that are helping me become a better writer. Yeah, I think this um, is time for a shameless plug. Um, if you would love to write for Progressions, our PRSSA blog, uh, feel free to contact Cat, um, the VP on uh, the National Committee, and you can write anything for the Progressions blog. I, I am a um, reader of it, and uh, Progressions is, is must-read in my mind. And I've written a couple pieces in past years for it, so it uh, it's a great service to uh, PR students. For sure. We encourage any student um, to send in submissions. So speaking of PRSSA, um, what has been your involvement? Can you talk about a little bit of your background and in getting involved with PRSSA? Well, when I was in college, there was no such thing because it came along afterwards. And I think that it was sh shortly after I moved to Chicago from uh, the East Coast that I met Betsy Plank, who, uh, as you and many of the listeners probably know, is kind of the the uh, godmother of uh, PRSSA. And she told me about it and said, you know, w would you mind, uh, you know, maybe coming to one of the national conferences and, and talking with students? And I did. And I think I've been to probably 80% of the conferences since that moment. Um, it is... Uh, uh, the the energy and the talent that is there is is phenomenal. And now DePaul, um, with my encouragement, uh, recruits at the national conferences because we found, find that 
that uh, some of the best graduate students we can find are already engaged and they know what they want to do in the PR profession thanks to PRSSA. For sure. Um, how do you feel students' involvement within PRSSA helps them to stand out as a professional? Well, I'll tell you a fact. Uh, you put PRSSA membership on your resume and it differentiates you from students who are simply studying PR. And I'm putting uh, quotes around studying PR. So it tells the world, and especially those um, uh, HR people who are reviewing your resume, that you're serious about engaging the profession. And so when recruiters, you know, they're only spending about 20 seconds per resume because they get so many. So if they're spending an average of 20 seconds per resume, you've got to have something that's going to jump off the page. And I have found in my recruiting when I worked at an agency and when I worked in corporations that that can easily be a tiebreaker if I'm looking at candidates. PRSSA membership adds tremendous value uh, to your resume. I definitely agree with that. Um, and even holding leadership positions within your chapter or within the, within the national community, being a district ambassador, I think really helps with that um, and being able to connect with so many individuals through conferences. I think that's a huge part as well. That, that's a very good point because that's going to be the next thing that ramps up. You know, PRSSA membership is fine, but the real career uh, boost comes if you can show that you've you played a role uh, as you have in in your chapter. If you have a leadership role in the chapter, it really makes you stand out from everyone else. You mentioned Miss Wonderful Betsy Plank um, a little bit ago. Can you talk more about the Plank Center? Yeah, you know Betsy Plank, who was in Chicago and, and mentored thousands of people. Unfortunately, she uh, passed away in uh, 2010. But before doing so, she had this uh, idea that she wanted to um, uh, create a center that helped bring both academics and professionals together with a common goal of helping students uh, learn what they need to learn and academics to, to have a real world approach to their teaching. And then for the profession to work with uh, both the students and the the um, uh, academe. As a result, uh, she she decided to create this Planck Center at her alma mater, University of Alabama, and she asked some of her friends from uh, both college days and through PRSA uh, and her Chicago connections. And I was honored that I was one of the first people she asked to join the board, uh, and so. We've created this organization that has really grown in significance, plays a major role in developing future leaders of the profession. So we just had um, recently our big milestones and mentoring event, which is a fundraising event, but we bring students from all over the country in as well as professionals. We had about 250 uh, people who um, I, I'd say it was one of the, the most extraordinary networking events I've ever seen for young people and uh, lots, lots of great conversations and insights about what the, what the profession is looking for and what students might be able to bring to it when uh, they're applying for internships and jobs. Yeah, that's truly awesome. Um, and her career obviously lived on through that center. 
um, you are a champion for PRSSA. Um, so what does being a champion for PRSSA mean to you? Um, and kind of what is your day-to-day -day, um, with that? Well, I, I guess the way I look at it, um, I think I joined on day one when I first heard about it from Gary McCormick. Um, you know, champions of PRSSA are, it really is the who's who of professionals who are known to be phenomenal mentors. Many of them help uh, develop young people and young PR talent. They're now helping run major agencies and corporate PR functions. So it's basically, we're putting a stake in the ground saying, we care about the future of the profession and we wanna do what we can do to help advance it. And fortunately an organization like PRSSA exists, which has been a phenomenal uh, pipeline of talent into the profession. Awesome. And if our listeners would like to know more about Champions for PRSSA or who is a champion for PRSSA, feel free to look at the uh, website and they have all of them listed there. What would you like to say um, to those students listening today on the fence about joining PRSSA? Get off the fence. It's a no brainer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it really PRSSA it, it's just going to beef up your resume and give you the kind of extra boost of confidence, you know, as you sit out and launch your career. Uh, it's just, um, it, it's, it's not expensive. Uh, I know every dime is expensive, but there's, there's just a way that it is going to help advance your career. And um, I, I just, I, I can't, uh, I can't encourage people more than than I already do uh, to join it. Just get off the fence. You're gonna you're you're gonna thank us for encouraging you to do so. For sure. Um, this year we're doing our Face Forward membership campaign. I'm talking all about the membership benefits um, that are available to students. Um, that any major really can join PRSSA if you're political science, marketing, PR. Uh, business analytics, social media, all of those majors um, have communication in them and uh, it's, a, it's a role in, in writing um, that helps students. Um, so this past two years have brought many challenges and changes. So Ron, how have you been face forward professionally and personally after the past two years? How have you been able to turn all of the negative into a positive and kind of move forward from all of this? Well, I think that uh, the Zoom founder, Eric uh, Yoyam, uh, deserves a Nobel Prize um, in the fact that, you know, talk about new technology that came into its own at the exact right time. So it's revolutionized communications and probably kept a lot of companies and universities in business, quite frankly. Uh, so I, I just uh, have, have found it, even though at first I was kind of a naysayer, like, will this really work? And now it's, uh, it, you, you know, I get something on my calendar and I think it's a phone call and uh, no, it's a Zoom call. And it just builds closer relationships uh, that w won't happen if I'm on a telephone call maybe on the speakerphone and multitasking. It's pretty obvious when someone's multitasking and on a Zoom call. So I think that that's really helped um, uh, keep us together. And now as we're starting to see more open and we're back in classrooms for the most part, uh, that's that really has made a difference um, uh, as well. 
So it, it's, um, it's something we're going to be coming out of, but I think that, uh, you know, we, we somehow, uh, which is really great about the, uh, this world today is we found a way to, uh, be far more successful than we thought we might be when, uh, when this originally, uh, 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 COVID originally hit us. For sure. I know for our chapter, um, we've been able to host speakers from all across the U.S. and not having to worry about them traveling to small town Ada, Ohio, but being able to learn from them. And I know a lot of profession professionals are really helpful and want to help students. And so they feel good, like they're helping lead the next generation of PR uh, practitioners. So it's definitely been nice to branch out from our normal speaker list um, and DM people on Instagram to see if they want to come speak. So that's definitely been um, a tool that our chapters used to just kind of curb um, difficulty in meeting in person um, and having those face-to-face -face connections. That, that's a really good point, Allison. I've noticed that the PRSSA chapter at DePaul and others that I, I follow are, are doing more of that. And and what I found interesting, some now have discovered, and it's very important that we do that, a global perspective. Now, you know, if you're you're able to link into people through through uh, uh, a Zoom call uh, to any place in the world, it really broadens what we're able to to um, offer, you know, students that hadn't in the past. I, I believe the last count we had for. The, the past 12 months uh, at DePaul and the, the PR program there, we had over 400 guest speakers in the program. That could not have happened without the technology that, that, now a lot of them now are coming into the classrooms because of the fact we're situated in Chicago and there are a lot of agencies and corporations here, but we're also able to augment that with people from all around the globe. And I think that's something that's not gonna change. Uh, and it's very exciting because now our students are actually conducting interviews and talking with leaders of the profession that are so used to doing Zoom calls that they're suggesting, oh, why don't, why don't we just do that by Zoom rather than an email exchange? So it's creating a tighter network of uh, uh, interaction that I think is really going to help build the profession. What is your advice to graduating seniors um, looking to change or to upgrade their PRSSA membership to a PRSA membership? Um, what do you what do you give? What, do you, what advice do you give to those students looking um, or on the fence about whether I should get a PRSA membership after graduation? Well, I'll put on my um, running shoes and say, just do it. It's absolutely, uh, uh, again, something that is easy to do. And it's also economical uh, to make that transition at that point. Um, I joined PRSSA, the, or PRSA, the first opportunity I have. So I've been a member for decades, literally. And every organization, and I've moved around the country uh, uh, several times, and fortunately, there's a chapter everywhere I've been, and it has really uh, immediately created um, an accepting and enthusiastic network in every place I've moved. And that network, in many cases, 
have led to other opportunities, whether I sit on a board of directors of an organization or even uh, job opportunities that someone says, hey, did you hear about this opportunity? It's right up your alley. So that kind of relationship just happens more naturally if you are a member of a trade association like PRSA that, that encourages, allows it, and makes it happen just uh, naturally. For sure. Um, last question. Um, is there anything else that you would like to add or to tell students or professionals listening today? Always come as you did with this uh, discussion, Allison, with good questions. Uh, professionals absolutely love hearing that you've done your research, that you know the subject you're talking about, you know, check, check, you nail both of those. So to become a leader, you must do your research, form questions that demonstrate that you've done your homework. And, and um, you, you just asking good questions make you somebody people want to talk to. I can't tell you how many guest lecturers come to my classes and when they leave, they say, my gosh, those students were so well informed. They asked the best questions I've been asked. Well, it's not that we, we, we prepare them for it. We just simply say, go read about the organization, um, find out about the individual you're gonna be talking to. And don't start with you know, the question, well, you know, tell me about your career. Um, you know, flatter them by saying, I know about it. Now, I'll tell you a quick story that when I was running the Chicago Ketchum office, a young person came in that was looking for a job and somehow, you know, the head of the office, I talked to all applicants and, and this person, I said, now tell me why, what appeals to you about working here at Ketchum, you know, one of the top five public relations agencies in the world. And this candidate looked, looked me straight in the eye and said, um, well, I've always wanted to work in advertising. Interview over. I'm sorry. You don't even know that we're not an advertising firm. Now, granted, the, the lines are blurring between advertising and public relations, but don't call a company that is clearly a communications uh, public relations firm. Don't call them an advertising agency because it's going to show that you didn't do your homework. So ask smart questions, just as you did, Allison. Oh, well, thank you so much, Ron, for speaking with um, me today and um, educating young minds and also uh, professionals. This has definitely been an informative podcast episode. Um, and I just thank you so much for your time as it's very valuable and just your knowledge overall as a professional. It was really fun joining you today. Thanks for the invitation. Once again, thank you, Mr. Culp, for speaking with us today. And listeners, this is the last episode of 2021. So happy holidays, and we'll see you next year.